Thank you for listening to this program. I, I certainly appreciate it. I wanted to uh, concentrate on an idea or a, a picture, I guess, that I have in my mind of sitting at the table of, of the Lord. And just that uh, alone, not where it would be there, heaven, here, or what do you mean? In our heart, uh, see, it would be what I want to try to say is that he said, I will, my father and I will make our house, our abode in you. We will live in you. And so where he is, the table would be. But I was trying to conclude the last uh, podcast uh, about the little child, who's greatest. And in Luke, uh, the, on the other, the Gospel of Luke, it says at the end, this, this is about a year later maybe than what's recorded here in Matthew, and that's why I mean it happened more than once when they came and said, who's the greatest? And he called a little child. But as it were at the end in Luke, he's saying, this is the last supper. And or the, I, I've desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And I won't eat it anymore until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And there's one thing to, about the kingdom of God. And the, I'm, I'm just looking at it from a realistic common sense in a way. He said, to uh, Peter, James, and John, the Mount of Transfiguration, it's called. He said, there are those of you here living, he said to all of them, or that won't die until they see the Son of Man or my, coming in my kingdom. Well, so he didn't bring in the kingdom they were talking about looking at, or, or anything, but they saw him so brightly as the, the that that's showing he who he was even though the son of man he was the son of god and the kingdom my point is is a person the kingdom is a person and in that way of that mount of transfiguration how could they see the son of man coming in his kingdom i used i'd say well that's how he'll look when well yeah but it said the story went out after that there was uh, or even like John, he, you know, or something. They're not going to die until he comes back and sets up the kingdom. So it, it was something he really meant to them. And so I do believe, I'm not just saying it, the, the kingdom is a person. It's the father and son. Their king, the kingdom simply means what belongs to them. And in eternity past, what was, there was no kingdom. Well, we think of the kingdom as something to rule over something, and that will be the kingdom upon the earth when the kingdom of God, and it's referred to as the kingdom of heaven, will be set up upon the earth. That's uh, that's true, but it doesn't change, and that's what Peter says. I want to talk to you about the everlasting kingdom, the everlasting kingdom. But here in Luke, if, if I could try to read this, uh, <clears throat> at the end of it, where he's saying, but somebody's going to betray me. The, the hand of him that betrays me is on the table. See, they were sitting there at the table with him. It, it's a really powerful picture. But truly, the Son of Man goes, but as it was determined, foreordained before the foundation of the world, slain, slain as the, the Lamb of God. That's where, but, but woe unto him that by whom 
this happens. And I'm betray- Then they began to inquire among themselves who would do this. And that they even, you know, in one account there, they asked John, you know, you're right there, you're closest to him, ask him. And the Lord even then answered them, saying, the one I give the bread to her. But anyway, right here it says they began to inquire who would do this. And there was also a strife. It led to a strife of which of them should be accounted the greatest. So out of a, an, an issue or a conversation about, well, I wouldn't do that. That'd be un, that you talk about least. That'd be lower than that to betray him. It led to, well, the reason I wouldn't do it is because I'm greatest or else next to it. And so which of the... Right there, right at that time. And I'm not condemning them or judging them. I would, you know, it's just, it's human nature. And they had not been, the promise of the Spirit is what it's all about. That's the table. That's Him. He's everything. The promise of the Spirit is not a promise. It's Him. And eternal life is not living forever. It's Him. And a table is not where you just go to, it's Him. It's His body, I believe. And that's what they're talking about. Paul's really in a spiritual way trying to say, assemble yourselves together in the place that he's called you to be within believers. And that's what church, I mean, but it should be all the, you know, as it were. But here he's saying, in my kingdom, uh, he's saying, you're worried about being greatest? He said to them, it's like the, the little child. I guess there wasn't one there in the upper room with them in the last. But he said to them, the king of the Gentiles, the kings, all the, the, the kings exercise lordship over uh, everyone but the, their subjects, as it were, even the rulers. And they that exercise authority are called benefactors. But with you, it shouldn't be that way. Whoever among you wants to be greatest, let him be the youngest. And whoever wants to be the chief, let him be the one that is the servant. For whether is greater, he that sits at meat or he that serves is not he that sets at meat, but I am among you as one that serves. And another place he said, is the servant better than the master? No. And you are they which have continued with me in my testings and sufferings. <clears throat> and I appoint unto you a kingdom, as I as my Father has appointed unto me, as what he says in the letters in Revelation, uh, the overcomer and, and continuing that's abiding in me this and i point unto you uh, in order that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom upon the earth so is there a kingdom of heaven now well of course the kingdom of heaven and it'll be on the earth it'll only be for a thousand years for a day but it's everlasting from everlasting to everlasting that's what peter's saying yeah, and it'll be brought out, and it'll be part of it. I, I wouldn't be the last one to not make that important, but that can't be primarily the issue of the kingdom and ruling over cities. It's shown right here in these accounts. That's what w- happened to them. But he said to them, you will have a place in the kingdom of rulership, that you may, but in order that you may eat and drink at my table. He said, eat and drink of me. So the table is a person, and set it on thrones, judging the twelve tribes, and that's true. But anyway, that's what I mean. In in what he, what is the reason? And so, he's going to be on the earth, I believe. And it's not that he is not in both places, but as far as being a ruler, 
at that point, even from among those beings that have been purified that belong to him. And that that is true because these men he was talking to here, obviously not a one of them lived to see the kingdom come in, but they've already been promised to be. So it obviously applies, and we all believe that, the church be raised up and will rule and reign with him. But the scripture does teach very clearly in these parables and every other way that it'll be by degree from greatest to least. So I wanted to kind of maybe clarify something I know I said last time was that when he came, they were looking for him to rule the world. And I said they would all be subjects. And really, he was talking to them about ruling. And that's true. But it's um, the Lord knew he would not bring in the kingdom. He knew. Well, of course he did. They didn't want to hear it and know it. And even right before the ascension, kept asking him, now can you? And so still, it was. that's why he's saying, you're, you're worried about the wrong things. That's not for you to need to know. Just do one thing, and that's occupy, and that means trade in the business he's given. And that's a, simply put, to love each other, but, uh, and in whatever else. But to, to be worthy to sit at his table, that's why Paul said, who he is in you, we're complete in him. And not anything like it says, he said in Romans, the kingdom uh, of, of God is not meat and drink. It's not, and he's talking about there whether you eat meat or not or what or cause a brother to offend or by drinking or eating. Or He's saying it's really not in those things. It's in your heart. How, why did you do that? How come your love didn't make you give up just eating meat for one meal because of who was there because you knew it would offend them? They would try to eat meat and, you know, the you, you, that whole idea. So that's what he's saying. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's patience, long-suffering, in other words, love. And the Lord said, the the kingdom is within you. And you say, well, they hadn't even been born again. Yeah, but when they were, they had the king, the spirit then in them. So the kingdom is still him. It, it really is. Uh, I don't know. That's uh, I, Back when, I would have been startled at the statement. The first time I heard a preacher put it that uh, something like that, he said, salvation, eternal life, salvation is not a gift. And he meant only, but it is, but it's a person. And you start looking at it that way in eternal life. John said he is eternal life. And that is eternal life. And it's not just living forever because the lost will. So those maybe seem like sometimes I think, well, everybody's going to say, well, you know, we all know that. And like Peter said, I know you know it, but I guess I have to stir up your memory. I need mine stirred up as well as anybody else. But he says here, I, this is happening so you can sit at my table. So right now in our hearts, the table, he's there. In the Gospel of John, he said to them clearly, in that day when you're born, when the promise of the Spirit, I will go and pray the Father. He will, 10 days, you wait, he will send the Spirit. I won't leave you comfortless. I will send the Comforter. I will come unto you. And that he's saying the same thing. The Father and I are one. We have the same Spirit. So in in a real way, not just in a symbol, he is, in, and that's what happens. He's our Comforter, and he is our Spirit. We're given a, a new one. And it's so profound, and and it's so great. But he talks about what it is 
that the reward is and and that's what you have to be after that not for they were after a, something that they wanted to be greatest in the kingdom and rule over more cities and be closer to him and said what could be wrong with that well he was telling them what's wrong with it because of your how you're looking at it and it doesn't mean that's like you mean well but that's not enough and so he says here if you endure with me in this way of understanding that the servant, the one that come unto me, I am meek and lowly of heart. Learn of me. That's exactly what he's saying. In my kingdom, it's about love. It's not about authority. And they thought it was, they looked at, well, yeah, we love you, but we want the authority too. And the everlasting kingdom, if you look at it only for a day upon the earth, thousand years, the Lord a day, it will be seen and exercised. What? After that, then there's no reward? There's no reward before that. I believe the reward, the profit, is from come unto me and buy gold. White clothing, that's the righteousness, that's the profit that would be from his gold, from him, building on him as the foundation of gold. And and that's the table. The word for kingdom, and uh, forget what Thomas started here. Um, I don't know, but the word, real quick, the word for kingdom uh, and the word for table, just in the way of words, it, I, I thought was interesting. <clears throat> and everlasting, for that matter, means thou art God from everlasting, past, present, future, and all that. So the kingdom. But then the kingdom, it comes from the word basic or basis in, in the language. and and But that means a pace, a step, or a foot. It becomes to mean the implication is the foot. And so the foot is um, basis. <laughs> As it, in, and then so from that, though, you get uh, basile or some, some, some word. That, but it's a form of it, right? And it doesn't matter trying to pronounce it. I don't know. I try to. I don't want to come across as. I, I'm trying to. I just. The words help me, and they always have, to understand more of what. It, that's really where we start. And so. The kingdom is the word basis, and basis is the foot as in the way of being stable. Stable, so you're able to walk. You couldn't walk without a foot. If you had a big wide foot, you'd have more of a stability, you know what I'm saying, versus a little one. And so it's the foundation. It's the foot. It's the basis, the basics. And so the word kingdom comes from that word He's the foundation. He's the foot. He's the structure. He, he's the reason it can be. He's the foundation, the rock, the power of the kingdom. And the kingdom then is that word that means, though, the realm of or the property of or abstractly or figuratively or however, or relatively. It doesn't matter, but it, it's the kingdom of the king. And in Scripture, when you look at it, Peter says we're living stones built up into a living temple. And you think about that's his body. That's the table, I believe. And I don't mean there won't be a real table there with with food that we can eat. Well, no, I don't doubt it at all. But but I'm saying in all reality, yeah, we're going to see where he is. Like he said, I pray that they come and see my glory. But in the meantime, as it were, Father and I will come to live in your heart. He said that. So that's a reality, although 
seeing them. Like John said, I want to write to you, but I, I think I'll wait till I see you face to face. Then our joy can be full. So it's something like that. John is talking about a different joy being full because of darkness. And I don't mean to be tedious. But anyway, that's the word kingdom is the, the square foot, as it were, the, the four square, the, the foundation, the basis of it all. And, and so then it's, it's everlasting. And then so when you look at the table, it uh, comes from a couple of words that mean four, the number four, and feet, foot, uh, feet, four feet, not one feet, but two feet, and, but four feet, like an animal, four foot, four feet, that's table. And a table has four legs. And so it's called a table. But the word actually means then uh, a table. But it could be for food or like for uh, transacting business. Or it like a, and it was really used in that way of as a loan. And, and it can be translated bank. When the Lord said, you could have put my money into the bank, that's the same word as table. It really is. And four feet is the... It, it's where I remember... For a long time ago, before I was ever saved, I worked, uh, I, I had to do with, a with. Uh, I wasn't a loan officer, but I, everybody knows when, it, I don't know, now it's online so much, but 50 years ago um, or, or so, I mean, it was, uh, you, you went in and sat down, and the, the desk was there, the loan officer desk. It didn't matter who the loan officer was, it had to be a sign on there, loans. And that was the loan officer's desk. You sat down at the desk to see if the money would come across, if he'd give it to you. So, see, that's the meaning of just the word table is for food. Yeah, come here, the food counter, the food table, or the food you put on. But to set it at the table is what I'm trying to get at. Or as a loan or money, come unto me and buy gold. And the profit then is of him, of the foundation of what you're given, and that's him. And that's the prophet is him. And I believe the parable ends like he's saying, you keep the prophet because it comes from what I gave you and that's myself. And he's not going to take that back. I know the parables are parables and you can't make every detail fit. But in the way I see it anyway, uh, we have a, a time right now we can set at the table in our hearts. Like Paul said to the Corinthians there at the end, he said, have communion with the Spirit. But like the Lord said in those letters in Revelation, there's only one uh, requirement, though. You have to leave the darkness at the door. The unforgiveness and bitterness, you, you, you can't bring that in. Otherwise, come in. He says, come in and eat with me. Set at my table. He was saying, right now we can do that in the table, in the place that he set up in our heart. Come into that holy place and for help in the time of need. And we can go into where He is in us, as us, if we're willing to give up what's not who we are. And um, I don't know. <clears throat> it's just um, to to eat and drink of Him at the table. It's all about Him. And that's just so profound to me that... I hope maybe we've just kind of maybe sat down at the table um, together. I don't know. But I do appreciate you listening. Thank you very much.